Welcome to HearthCast, episode number 151 for Patch 5.1, made possible by OpenRaid.org. Our topic for today is, did I do that? And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface. I rolled a Goblin Hunter. <laughs> hey everyone, this is Root. I play Goblin Warlock. We are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. Coming up in episode 151 of Hearthcast, you're going to learn an easy flip to do on the auction house. We're going to talk about an add-on that has saved me from getting carpal tunnel syndrome. We will also play a fantastic round of AoE with Dagum, and we're going to find out what Blizzard has to say about Valor Capping. So, hey, Freckleface. Hey, Root. What is up with you this week in the world of Warcraft? I have played so much WoW in the past few days. <laughs> have you? <laughs> yeah. You're like having a WoW coma? Pretty much. Suffering from WoW withdrawals? Well, you know, I finished Firelands and the Dragon Soul Matas to get the Corrupted Firehawk mount and the Twilight Harbinger mount. Oh, yeah. Both of them are gorgeous. Aren't they? Yeah, especially the Twilight one. Oh, I love it. Just rides smooth. Yeah. Mm. Th- doesn't make a lot of no- I don't like mounts that make a lot of noise. I don't like them do a lot of motion with the flapping. I like yeah. it with they just glide. Do the wind. So that was exciting, and I don't have to run Firelands or Dragon Soul. I feel a little guilty about the mounts, because they're supposed to be a reward for people who are good at raiding. What? No. And... I am awful, and I died every single one of these runs. <laughs> they are a reward for completing the meta achievements. I guess so, but or being I don't present know. There, when, or being present when the meta achievements are completed. Yeah, there was a few of the mechanics I got wrong every single time. It just was not meshing with me. Just instructions were going in one ear and out the other. I don't know. I really don't feel like I deserve them out, but I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Say that. It's like we were doing that, and I was like, I'll, you know, we're going through Firelands, you know, yeah. the one thing we get to sit down and stay. I was like, I'll just wait on the bridge, thanks. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, Demonic Rick and I ran Nax together and AQ mm. because we were both looking for pets. And actually, bo- both got one out of both of those things. No, oh, grats. AQ is a little tougher than I thought it'd be. Hmm. I had this slime boss. It got down to one health, and it would not die. Oh, yeah, you messaged after, me about that. After yeah. about three minutes, Rick finally did something to kill it. I don't know what he did, but I wouldn't be able to kill it on my own. Probably some mechanic Just, or Yeah, something. some mechanic. I don't know. He's, he's Death Knight, so he did something. <laughs> I don't know. And it's funny that I'm sitting there like in the boss fight, tabbed out, reading Wildhead, trying to figure out, like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Why won't he die? Let me read Wildhead. <laughs> Have time to like That's stop funny. and read about how I've been doing. That's so easy it was, but yeah, um, yeah, I got a few pets. I've been doing battle pets a lot. I actually got my flawless battle stone, which upgrades one of your pets to rare quality. Oh, which I've I have come to realize the importance of rare quality pets versus common. In that you're trying to level. And if you fight something that's several levels ahead of you, you get more, you get more experience. All right, makes sense. 
if you have a rare quality, you're much likely to be able to take on something that's higher level than you because it's just that much more powerful. Right. Again, makes sense. So in essence, having a rare pet just makes the leveling go that much faster. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so what this does, it will take any pet and make it a rare quality pet. Oh. So I looted one of these stones, and they're not BOP. Ooh. And the first estimate I got from the auction house was twenty five thousand. <sighs> I tried to put up for that, it didn't sell. Oh, okay. Put it up for about you know half that, still didn't sell. Uh, and now it wants me to put up for about seventy five hundred, so I might just keep it. Yeah, at that point in time. You know what's crazy is that we're saying when you get to seven thousand five hundred, and we're going, yeah, you might as well keep it. That's well, crazy. Well, yeah. Except the weird thing is my rogue on my alliance, since I'm not leveling up any other tunes, I'm not doing in content. The only thing that gold is used for. Is mounts or pets, which apply to my whole account. Yeah. So I can either, it's going to be spent on pets one way or another. Hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else did I do? I did Black Mean Lair with Famous Amos. We've actually ran that twice. You're running around everywhere. I know. Crazy. And I tamed, oh, it's so cool. I need to put a screen to it. The first time we went in, um, we, we killed the Chromagus, the big purple core hound. Right. And he dropped a little pet, which is a mini version of himself. Oh, that's always fun. The second time, um, is me, famous, famous, and this other kind of random person that neither of us knew. But I asked them both if it was okay if I tamed him. And they said, it's fine. So I tamed the boss. Whoa. So now I have this core hound who's taller than me. It's a purple core hound. And I have a little pet that's a mini version of the mini core hound. So it's, ee! <laughs> <laughs> did you squee? Yes, I did. <laughs> I've been trying to get a good screenshot, but they don't stand close enough together. Because every time I move, they move in opposite directions. Right, right. It's like, come on, guys, pose. No, they don't pose. No, they don't no. pose. Go around, don't pose. <laughs> <laughs> and then you and I, New Year's Day. How long were we on, on together? Man, I don't know. I, I think g- it was about eight hours. At least. Because we did all five raid finders. I don't think I've done all five of them in a week. Much less in a day. Well, we had the time. So the time was just, there. Might as, might as well yeah. use it, you know? Just one epic thing. And I, man, one of the bosses, I was confused because I didn't know why people were leaving. And by that time, Dead Guy joined us and he said, uh, the raid's over. That's the people are leaving. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like, where are they going? Did I miss a portal? I'm like, no, no, that's that's into the raid. That's So then um, a couple bosses later. Elegon. Elegon, yeah. yeah. Some people started leaving into that, so I left too. <laughs> that was not the end of the raid. No. <laughs> so now I've done all the bosses except for one, the last one. So I have to figure out is it worth it to queue, fight three bosses that I've already looted to try to get the last boss just to say I did. I mean, you're still collecting sigils for the legendary. Yeah, they may drop. <sighs> they might drop. It's possible. So, what about you? Well, like you said, we did the the epic run yeah. that day. Good start with the new year. Yeah. Um, I also had done, prior to that, a uh, a random. A random? A random dungeon. All right. I had gone to Kara. I'd get back into doing my dailies. Wait, you just did one random dungeon? Yeah, I just did the random heroic, you know. Are random you wearing your panda? Okay. Are you wearing your panda tat bird? Yeah. Okay. Are you exalted yet? I don't know. I don't know where to check for that. I, it's, I can't find, I don't know. That's because you don't have chocolate bar like I do. Probably not. I can check. Well, you can, okay. Default way, 
is you press C. Yeah, I did that, but I just don't know what rep I'm supposed to be looking oh, for. Oh, it starts with an H. Oh. Something here. I don't know. I'm looking for it to say panda rep. No. If you don't say panda <laughs> rep. I'm like, I don't, know, I don't know what I got. <laughs> I just keep on fighting. Let's go. <laughs> Fair enough. So you could be exalted already. And I, I know could it. very well be. I don't know where to go once I get exalted. So. Back to Ogamar, where you got the tabard. Oh. You can buy the mounts. Oh. Let me. Okay. Yeah. 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 There you go. Let me try that. Um. Oh, I've been having fun flipping my mis mis piercing goggles. Really? Yeah, that's so much yeah. fun. Cause it's like you go in there and like if there are two or three you know listed, then you you know if if we talked about this a couple uh, episodes ago, where if the price margin is good enough, then you can buy like the lobies that are priced the way undercut. And then flip them for the, what the what the higher cost ones are. Put them up, you know, undercut the higher cost ones, but you're still making like a 500 gold profit off of just flipping a single item. Oh, and that's fun to do. Yeah, that's really fun. So I've been doing that. I mean, and I just do that from my phone, from the remote auction house. I'm like, oh, there's enough. I'll buy those two and I'll relist them. Okay, and then by the end of the day, they've sold. It's like, yay, extra couple thousand gold every day. It's kind of fun, or when they're up, anyhow. I have been rare item hunting. You know, like the lost and found stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, been rare item hunting, that stuff. What are you looking for? All of them. Oh. Nothing in particular. Um, you found the mining pick yet? I really want no, that. No, I haven't found that one yet. I have found the recipe that spawns on the top of Neverest Peak, Mount Neverest, whatever they call it. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, a, it's a, a brew recipe for some crazy concoction that you can brew up. It sells for 3,000 gold. The recipe or the brewed stuff? The brewed stuff. Really? Yep. Wow. But apparently the mats are about the same price. Oh. But it literally just spawns on a little table by the statue on top of Mount Everest. It's just, it's just a matter of just checking it when you fly yeah. by. And so now I checked it and one day I was like, oh, there it is. Oh, cool. And then um, I went and got the jade statue, which is pretty convenient because it was on my way like for some of my dailies I've been doing. It's a stop down by the witch's house, mm-hmm. by the jade witch, where she has she has a bunch of jade statues in her backyard in the in a little pond. And there's a little fence in front of her house, to the right of her house if you're facing the house, and the little jade statue spawns right there. And he gets like a level, an entry level sword, you know. And like if you were brand new to to Pandaria, you brought your your eighty over from or your eighty five rather over from Urgrimmar. That would be an item to go get. But now it's just an item to have. Yeah. You know? so, <laughs> but it's kind of cool because, you know, I, I unlocked some crazy achievement doing that. And that was fun. And I did um, a making progress. Remember a couple of weeks ago I said I wanted to level all of my, my cooking to 600. Yeah. And you went, yeah, good luck. I'm like, oh, no, I got <laughs> this. Uh, apparently, I wasted a lot of my uh, uh, tiger paw po- tokens. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was buying, like, sacks of stuff from the guy and then put them up in the auction house for gold. So I was like, yeah, hey, I'm making gold. And now I'm like, oh, I need those things. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm literally stuck at I get my one a day, and then I go burn my one a day making a feast. Well, you get your one a day, plus you also get the one for turning in 100 vegetables. I don't have 100 vegetables yet. You do? If you talk to Jinyu, yeah, and you just plant whatever he tells you to plant. Oh, yeah, I've been doing you that. You get it pretty fast. Yeah, I've been doing that. But, um, yeah, I, I feel kind of sheepish because I had, like, a an abundance of the Tiger Paw tokens. And then I, you know, 
foolishly spent them all on on stuff. Yes, you sold them for gold, but can't you buy the stuff that you need from the auction house? Yeah, yeah I guess. I don't know. One of the main thing I need for everything was the um uh the hundred year old um, soy sauce. Soy sauce. But you can get that from the auction house. I didn't look in there for that. I did for the first time uh, ever, ever in the entire time I have been playing World of Warcraft. Made a substantial withdrawal from the guild bank. Oh, what'd yeah. you do? I took like however many cabbages they had, oh. with permission from our guild leader. Okay. And I'm like, because because we're looking for them. He's like, yeah, there's some in the guild bank. I'm like, eh, I don't want to take those from the guild bank. That's he's like, the, so he's for. like, yeah, take them. No, I'm like, well, I don't want to take them. I'll take them. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I still felt. Why? Somebody felt at the goodness of their heart, I'm going to put this in the guild bank and maybe somebody can use them. And I do that all the time. Yeah. I, I put a lot into the guild bank. Well, used so to, by you using, you're helping somebody else feel good. Well, okay. That's a wonderful way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for making my day that much brighter, Freckleface. I try. You do. You do. You are very trying. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, yeah, that was fun. And, um, oh. Yeah, I completed the first part of the the legendary quest. Oh, I'm jelly. No. Wait, what comes next? Um, it's, it's kind of foolish, but uh, you, he tells you you need to go into uh the sh- the shot of is he fear? Yeah. Yeah, in terrace. In terrace, and you go loot something off of him, and then you bring it back to the dude uh, Raytheon and Rathian, Sorry. Yeah. And then he makes you uh, a gem. Okay. There's a little bit of a quest line ahead of that. It's, it's kind of it's kind of quirky though. I'll tell you about this. Okay. So you go back to him and he's like, "Okay, you're you're awesome. You've done all this. Uh, now go meet me over here, at the top of this hill thing." And you're like, "Okay," but if you read the quest text, which I happen to have done, nice. After I couldn't figure out what was going on, uh-huh. the first thing you have to do is discover this path. Well, I'm looking on my map. I'm like, "Okay, I meet him on the top of this hill," and I'm sitting at the top of the hill, and he ain't spawned. I'm like, "What's going on?" So he's completely ignoring the fact that you can fly, yeah. and he's demanding that you find the footpath. Yep. Yeah. Get with the program. You're a dragon. <laughs> Come on. Right. And so, but that's kind of cool. There's no, there's no real huge cinematic, you know. But there's, there's a little bit of an interaction. That's kind of cool. And now I think I'm back in a collection mode or waiting mode or something. I really don't know. Okay, so mode. you got the achievement for part one. Yeah. So you got honor with him. You got the ten sigils of each. You turned it in, and then you just had to get one more thing out of Terrace. Yep. And you turn out that, and you got the achievement. Yep. But there's also it says the the achievement for part two is available. I gotta go back and look at it then. Okay. I mean, because it said for part three and four, it says coming soon. Yeah, part it's probably like, no. like you gotta go collect more stuff. I don't know from the raids. I don't know. I'm at, I'm seven and six of the sigils, but I am partway to revered. No, well, yeah, partly too revered because see, I was smart and I paid attention to whether or not I was still getting rep because I was doing Golden Lotus daily to help me get rep with him. Right. As soon as I hit honored, those guys stopped giving me rep. Right. You told me that. I remember that. So that's when I started on the domination offensive uh-huh. dailies because I was like, well, I need the Black Prince rep. So at least, even though now I do not have the quest to get revered, by the time I do get the quest, I will be partially there. Maybe that's when you do get revered or something. Maybe so. I don't know. Yeah, and then I realized that I was doing the, I guess the wrong dailies. I was doing the PvP dailies. 
which were fun. Yeah. You know what I was doing, but yeah. it was fun. I, I was killing more than I was being killed. Yeah. Luck of the draw. Complete luck of the draw. And then you screenshotted something when we were we were in uh, LFR. You had a little little bit of bragging on me when I was topping the DPS cards. <laughs> I know. I was like, look, I screenshot it for you. Yeah. Now we can print it on your fridge. Print right. it out and put it on your put fridge. Put it on my fridge. Well, I did that a couple times, but it, it's a fluke. It's You know, it's an LFR group. Yeah. What are you going to do? I've never made one. And you know what that was funny is in there, we were doing uh, one of the LFRs, and I kept saying, all right, here's we're gonna, here's our first wipe. We're running with dead guy. And he's like, "Why do you keep saying that?" I'm like, "Because we're gonna wipe. That's it's it's LFR." And then we get up to one spot. I'm like, "Okay, here it's coming." Because this place, and then somebody just trolled out and like pulled everything. Mm-hmm. And then they started saying in the group, like, "Okay, it's it's not LFR until we do a complete face wipe." So, <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that I think people should understand. It's a little bit of a pet peeve, but not a major one, okay? Okay. It's LFR. So LFR needs to be treated with is LFR. It should not be, you know, too many times raiders go in there who are hardcore raiders, and then they get all holier than now because it's, you know, they're, they're trying to compare LFR to raiding. They look at LFR as what you do when you're waiting for your raid to come around. So you get practice, and that's not what other people see it as. You know, some people see it as that's what they're going to do for in-game content. Yeah. Other people see it as, let me go try LFR because I think I've got the gear level now to get in there. And I've never done it before, but let me, let me go check it out because it's available to me. And so you, you do run the gamut of every everything in the world that's going to be in there. And that's to be expected, I think. Um, one thing I think everybody needs to learn is that when it is an obvious wipe, just die kill yourself go find <laughs> fire do something uh-huh because twice uh when we we're doing that uh, in, in our lfr marathon we had an obvious wipe and there was like a hunter or somebody or, or paladin or whatever who is staying alive it's like no stop quit running quit running away because it has no aggro range it will continue to chase you <laughs> Unless you're going to go out of the, you know, all the way back to the entrance and hope you outrun it. But you're still prolonging everybody else. I can't help it. If I see someone coming out to me, I'm going to run. But of course, it, I'm the hunters. They're not going to stay alive that long, but still. Me, if it's a wipe, if I see it's a wipe, I just love it. Let me go find the quickest way for me to die. Here, come hit me and I'll hellfire while you're in here. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's do this together. You and me, right? Yeah. Okay, big guy. Let's do it. All right, now I'm dead. Now, okay, hurry up. Because I just want to get, you know, let's get it on. So. Uh, that's it. I appreciated that run too. That was a fun day. I yeah, literally, for the first time, what did I? You know, you probably don't remember what I said in, towards the end of our of our of our run there of our marathon. I was like, I have to stop. My hand hurts. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I use that G thirteen with all the keys, uh-huh. and I my hand was hurting. I'm like, this hurts to play. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. This is it for me. So. It's cool. That's a good day. It's a nice, nice lazy day. I mean, like I said, the last one, the last episode we had, I mean, Christmas, stressful. I like it. Love Christmas. But it's stressful. Oh, yeah. New Year's is not. No. New Year's is just. I had plans for New Year's. I wanted to get on WoW, and I wanted to go see all the fireworks and let off my own. I even yeah. collected all these fireworks. I'm like, oh, look, they're selling for a lot on the auction house, but I'm not going to sell them because I want to launch them with everybody and be part of this big festivity. Uh-huh. And then I got 
we get, we have Hulu now, okay? Uh-huh. We got rid of cable. And then I discovered a series. Which one? It's from Sci-Fi. It's called Merlin. I've heard of that. It's of Merlin when he's like a young youth just learning mm-hmm. his powers. And we just finished, we ended up finishing season one of it. Nice. <laughs> a TV so, marathon. That's fine. Yeah, and we're all like watching it, we're watching it. And then and then finally somebody, my wife goes, oh, uh, Happy New Year. I'm like, <laughs> when? When? What happened? What? She was like, uh, a couple minutes ago. I was like, oh, let me go get the sparkling cider from the fridge. You know? <laughs> so. We had what I hope will be, will be a continuing tradition, which was Brenner. Oh, yeah. I love Brenner. That's a breakfast at dinner time yeah. for the uninitiated. Chocolate chip pancakes, oh. egg casserole, oh. sausage and gravy and biscuits. What else? This is a tradition you should pick up and do. My sister I does this, and I think it's fantastic. My sister, every year around Christmas time, sends... Uh, our family, my my side of the family, you know, me and my wife and the kids, a all the ingredients for a fantastic breakfast. But she it's like them to you? yeah, but it's like gourmet stuff. It's like the oh. fancy wancy, you know, like uh, the sausage and cheeses. No, no, what? no, like, <sighs> that's what? amateur hour sausage and oh, cheese. Okay. No, that's what you get someone when you have no idea what to get them, and a gift card doesn't seem like what you want to do. <laughs> Like, if you go, no, I don't want to give them a gift card because then they'd get something useful. I'll send them sausage and cheese. They like sausage. They eat. I eat. That's something in common. Send them a hey, sausage box. My brother-in-law sent that to us this year. I was happy with it. Okay. Well, now you know what he thought. All right. So, no, there are gourmet pancake mixes you can get, for okay. instance. With the the honey, or not the honey, the syrups, and the, the gourmet syrups. and the It's like, you know, uh, pumpkin spice pancake mix from like some place in the northeast or wherever it's all gourmet stuff it's all fancy wancy and it's so good mm. is it 100 percent maple syrup uh there was one that was 100 percent maple it was uh uh main maple yeah. syrup and it was real it was too sweet for me it was really good it's expensive well you know my sister loved me yeah i mean i get gourmet pancake and and syrup you get sasha's box it was fine. I've never even met him, so that was. <laughs> See, that's even more uh, that. No, what? I'm just saying you're leading. You're lending, you know, credence to what I'm saying. You're, you're validating. I know it. I am because it's just funny because I have this. I've been married for seven years. I've never met my brother-in-law. Oh, you never met your brother-in-law. No. Oh, is he still living in he Bahamas? In, no, he lives oh. in Canada. Oh, well, maybe you can go say hello to him. So you had so you get breakfast ingredients. Yeah, yeah. And we had a fantastic breakfast. It was so good. Mm. Oh, so good. Well, we had a good burner. Yeah. It was really good. Chocolate chip pancakes, <sighs> casual stuff. And then um, closer to time, we tried to try to convince the two-year-old not to be scared of fireworks. How'd that so work out? Not too great. Not too good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, New Year's was relaxing. New Year's Eve was great. New Year's Day, you know, like I said, it's been all day playing well, and I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, that was And fun. it just felt... Really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I felt a little uh, dirty when I was done, like I needed to take a shower. But <laughs> but I got so much done. It almost felt like a huge relief to have all the LFRs done for the week. Because normally, it's one of those things that I feel like I should do because I want the sigils. Right. But I don't necessarily enjoy it as much as other things. So I feel like, oh, it's on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. And now I have a week of... Oh, it's off my to-do <laughs> list. Now I can, I don't know what I'm going to do now. 
You focus on other things like focus your farming things. and yeah. pet well, battling and yeah, pet battling, getting up there. Mm-hmm. So speaking of up there, up on our website, uh, we have a new uh, voicemail widget. Yes. And people can go to there and they click the voicemail widget and they just click and then they just record right there on their PC. And we actually have a voicemail from that this week. And this is from Ty. You're listening to HearthCast. I really love the casual nature of the show so much that I am such a casual player that I don't have a character up to 90 yet. Wonder if you know anybody else who's still struggling on getting up that high. Well, Talia, I uh, had talked to some people at our Wild Meetup group and found that there are a lot of people there who don't have a lot of characters up to 90, or any characters up to 90 for that matter. They have a lot of vaults. And uh, one of the guys in particular is more concentrated on keeping his alts at the same part of the storyline. And so he'll, he'll complete a series of quests and he'll switch an alt and do that series of quests, complete another alt, go to, you know, and just keep them all. You know, progressing at the same level. So none of them are 90 yet. And uh, I spoke to a guy at work who recently started playing, and he is not concerned at all, at all, about hitting in-game. He said, you know, if he gets 90, great. You know, he's not worried about it. He's more interested in seeing what's going on in the game and the storyline. He's doing a lot of role-playing. And so for him, the game is the end-game experiencing everything is the end game. It's not rating and anything else. So he's not at all concerned even about hitting 90. What about you, Freck? The only person I know for sure that doesn't have a 90 is my hubby because he only plays once in a blue moon. Yeah, and he's more into PvP too. Yeah. They did actually get his pet battles up to 10. Oh. But there there was at one point this weekend where he's just like, I'm so bored. Play WoW. All right. And he played for about an hour and then did something else. I was like, oh, I almost had you back in. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> He's still 86 and kind of went quested for a while and then went, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And then logged off. So that happens and people get get too bogged down by the grind. So, yeah. Um, but don't worry. If, you, if you're not 90, Ty, that, don't worry about that. You, I mean, the game is whatever you make it. Yeah. Don't let other people set their goals for you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been victim of that on the other side. I don't know if victim's kind of a harsh word, but I've been on the other side of that fence where, you know, I have felt the pressure to do things and then finally just gave up and said, you know what, I'm going to do what I want to do. And we're, everybody's okay. So don't sweat the small stuff. And thank you, by the way, for that voicemail. If you want to leave us a voice message, it is so easy. It is on our website. It is on our Facebook. All you have to do is click. Make sure your microphone is enabled. You can record your message. You can actually listen back to it before you send it. Yeah, I did mine like because I sent Twiz one, and yeah. I did it like four times. Yeah, but I was like, no, ow. And it's a lot less nerve wracking than just just calling and knowing oh. whatever you, it, that it's going straight to them. Yeah, you know, here's the thing, for for the instances 300th episode, I called in to leave a message, uh-huh. and the first time I like I totally bombed it. It's like I got. Tongue tied when I'm trying because I was at work and I was trying to do it fast and I didn't want anybody to hear me like calling a <laughs> podcast at work. I'm like, hey, get, 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 up. oh, I had to hang up and I'm like, oh man, they're gonna get that. And then like the second time when I, I did, call, it said something so stupid, and then I hung up. I'm like, oh, I should have said that. And then I called in again. I finally got it right. And weren't you scared that they're gonna put that in the show? Yeah, I was look right. at this. <laughs> <and you're gonna laughs> <call>. <laughs> exactly. 
I was so nervous on it. So yeah, and th- yeah. this is the way you can just listen and go, okay, I didn't like the way they came out. Let me redo it. And then you send it in and go, cool. Yeah. So yeah, check that out. We appreciate all of those. Today's totally tantalizing topic. Did I do that? Brought to you by OpenRay.org. Open Raid allows players to form both cross-realm raid teams and local raid teams for scheduled runs, quick pickup runs, and just about anything in between. Can't find anyone to run old content with? Want to finally get that mount from the meta achievements? Open Raid is your answer. Check out OpenRaid.us for the US and OpenRaid.eu for the EU. We talked last week about our New Year's resolutions, and a lot of them had to do with achievements. But there are a few achievements out there that you might not be so proud of, Root. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Some of them that might call you out. Oh. For example, Old Gnome in the Sea. (laughs) Successfully catch a fish. A fish. I remember back in the Lich King days over in Sholazar Basin. I was playing Alliance at the time. And I saw a horde who got that achievement. So I golf clapped at him. And he tried to fight me. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. He couldn't attack me because it's a PvE round, but he tried he tried to duel me. I'm like, nope. Good job, buddy. Good job, buddy. Cut cut a fish. Good job. At level eighty. All right. You go. Um Go you. Go you. About a shave and a haircut. You went to the barber. Yeah. Eh. That was fun when it first came out. Yeah. Because everyone's like, you know, it was a new feature. And everyone's like, oh, you can go to the barber. You can change what you look like. And everybody went and got it. And everyone's like, what's that? And so it perpetuated it. gives you it. a reward to do it. But now yeah. there's nothing. It just, it, Why? <laughs> Golf clap. Okay. Go- yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> about exploring anything over level 60? If it's a new... You know, like Pandaria, then yeah, it's okay. Even Pandaria. I mean, once you have your flight license, what does that mean? You you, you flew around in circles? <laughs> big circles. Okay, big circles. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's kind of awkward when you're level 90 and you get, you know, explored Red Ridge. Oh, yeah. I hate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Stood in the fire. That used to mean that you were out in the world and Deathwing came, and he breathed fire over the land, and he smoted everything in his path. People would, would as soon as someone's like, Deathwing is here, people would people fly. Run to yeah, it. They would. It's fast because they want to get killed by Deathwing. So excited to get killed. And now what it means, oh, you died in an old content raid. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Because that happened to me during yes, one of my Dragon did. Soul runs with, with Dead Guy. I stood in the wrong spot. I got thrown off his back, and I got an achievement for it. I was so happy for him. You got the achievement. You're like, I died. I'm like, well, yeah, you. Oh, yeah, you did die. That doesn't mean the same thing anymore. So then I tried to be all suave and say, "Look, I died on purpose. <laughs> like, I, really- I was. I just knew I needed this achievement, guys. I totally know what I'm doing. You said it was an achievement, Ron. <laughs> Getting achievements. What are you, what you mad at? Cataclysmically superior. That was my most recent embarrassing <laughs> achievement I got because I got it at level 90. I was there for that. After I got some pieces from LFR. <laughs> and this is the exact reaction I got from three different people. Grats! Wait a minute. 
Me too. We're like, oh, wait, cataclysm. Wait, wait. It's because I made my hunter a month before cataclysm, or a month before being aerial launch. I never went through any content with her. <laughs> it's just kind of awkward the way the achievements are set up with that. Now. Right? Which, BT Dub, side tangent here. I think they should redo those epically, mystically, cataclysmally superior epic thing. I think they should make separate achievements for equipping all the different tiers. Because, think about it. For people who are running old raids for transmog, it gives them like right. a measurable thing. Like, oh, I got all of tier two. And you get a little ding for it. It's cool. Yeah, but some people just want like the shoulders out of here, the hat out of well, there. Well, then it the... doesn't matter to them. But if they want, they can go for the achievement. And if you think about when Cataclysm came out, the item level that you were required to get epic. Sure, at the start of the expansion, it was hard to get. It was an achievement. But by the end of it, it was like easy sauce. Mm-hmm. So, you, so you're labeling one item level for the expansion. Right. But that item level keeps getting increased with each patch, with each new set of content that comes out. So. Yeah. The tinfoil hat people say it has a direct correlation with gas prices. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. That, that's my thing. I think they should have different achievements for equipping different sets. And they wouldn't be embarrassed. Um, and you know what else can call you out? What's that? Double agent. The one that you get for leveling a Horde and Alliance character to 90. Oh, yeah, because uh, what if your guildies didn't know you've been playing another tune? <laughs> like, oh, hey, guys, I um, I can't raid this week. I mean, my grandma's in town. <laughs> well, they would see you online anyhow. Not if you're not real ID friends. Oh. Playing the other oh, side, and they come true. back, wait, wait a minute, you got true. this achievement double agent. On this date. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, good point, good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was interesting. I was actually on my Alliance character at the time, and I did get a few <laughs> question marks. People in my guild They're like, oh, really? So that's where you've been. <laughs> <laughs> Playing on the Horde side. There are a few that just sound embarrassing. Maybe the achievement itself isn't embarrassing, but it just it sounds awkward. You know, like, we're not retreating, we're advancing a different direction. <laughs> yeah. You know. That's a Lich King one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I remember that gauntlet was so hard back in the day. Yeah, it's six minute thing. I can't hear you over the sound of how awesome I am. <laughs> <laughs> and then my favorite backdoor job. Yeah. You just wait for somebody to say something. Yeah. Yeah. And then you link it. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you if you actually uh Google that particular um achievement, people give you the uh the code on how to link that particular one. <laughs> like, I just like, here's the code to nice. link that one. So we asked on Facebook if you guys have ever been embarrassed by getting achievement. And both Will and Ty said an honorable kill called them out. Because, you know, that's the one where you, you get a honorable kill. Yeah, your very first one. So if you're level 85, you go into Battleground and get that achievement. You know. Not so good. Might get kicked from the Battleground. Never know. Or really, you just get ridiculed. Ridiculed. Yeah, ridiculed. No one's handing you the flag after that. No. (laughs) What's the flag for? I'm kidding. (laughs) Jose always gets a little awkward with the going down achievement. 
Yeah. 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 Why? Well, (laughs) (laughs) especially since it's something that always happens by accident. You don't usually plan for me. Well, I guess you could jump. I planned for that in my mage. You did? And got it. Yeah, because I was was doing what? You did slow fall? Yeah. See, that is so unfair because (laughs) it said that it wasn't supposed to count if he used any sort of techniques, but it's still... Tom got embarrassed by a simple request at level 89. I don't know what that one's for. It's for doing five dailies. Oh. <laughs> Not five. Five of the same ones? Yeah. One, five times. Five times, gotcha. Which I, I mean, it's, it's not really me embarrassed about. It just kind of lets everyone know that you that it's a new tune that you didn't do dailies and kata. You weren't around in kata do dailies. That's yeah. all it means. Yeah. My little pet peeve right now with the whole achievement system, and it's something... That affected me directly. Oh, what's that? Um, with open raid, when you go on a you know meta runs and achievement runs, and you're going through lower end uh, raids, sure, like you know Firelands, and the rest of your raid group is busy trying to gear up, and all you're doing is getting achievements from Firelands. And it's broadcasting that to your guild. Oh, right. <laughs> and your raid team's like, uh, dude? Hello? <laughs> you want to go to random? LFR, maybe? No, I'm busy getting achievements. Uh-huh. So that calls you out. So you think there should be an option of where it's broadcasted. Let me turn that off. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, it's your achievements. If you don't want yeah. people to see them. It's going to be in the guild news anyhow. Someone really wants to know they can go look at the guild news. That's my opinion. Yeah. Don't let me broadcast it because... I think the I think you should have the option to broadcast or not to not only your guild, but your reality friends. Because I have friends who play Alliance, like I mentioned last week. They're not going to see it if I get an achievement, but yeah. I want them to see it. Oh, I don't, want, I don't yeah. want to have to specifically be like, hey, hey, look, look what I did. <laughs> I want to just be out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because I mean, it... Did uh, it dampened my experience? Oh, because then I felt guilty. <laughs> you know, I was There's like, oh. guilty about. and then I had to ex- talk to the guild leader, <laughs> explain myself to him. Mm-hmm. It's like going down the principal's office for you know making a googly eyes, <laughs> at, you know, someone across the room or something. That's a pretty strict school. You know. Now, Penny said, never be embarrassed by achievements. Hmm. Hmm. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. Don't be embarrassed. It's part of the game. It's part of the game. You know, they, they made this thing part of the game, it, which everybody did. Websites have achievements now. Wowhead has achievements. Everybody's got it. It's just, it's very popular because it's it's an honor system. You know, you get to show it off. Something else you get to show off. And so you get to do it and you get recognition for doing something and then you get a reward based on that recognition in some cases some cases but a lot of times i remember when it first came out part of the faq you would get achievement points what are achievement points used for achievement points are used to show how many achievements you have (laughs) i went what there's not gonna be some vendor where you spend your achievement points and that we all thought it ridiculous but you what People love his achievements. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they still compare achievement points. So, like, how many achievements does you have? Well, I have, like, you know, this. And they go, oh, I got yeah. 10 times that. You know, one thing that it kind of messed me up when they did account-wide achievements because 
I had been working toward Loremaster. And I was making progress, but still pretty far. But then all of a sudden they updated it to make it account-wide, and then I had it. But it had no moment of getting closer, getting closer, finally reaching yeah, that goal. It was just yeah. as far away, and it's like, oh, now I'm way past it. Speaking of that very same thing, I want to give a, a special shout-out and a congratulations to Keandra from our guild, uh, Deathwing and Hordelies. Uh-huh. Hordelies and the Deathwing, something like that. Uh, she just got what a long, strange trip it's been. Ooh. So congratulations to her for that. She's also in our, our, our wild meetup group. Yes, she is. So, grats to her. That was in our news feed. I looked at our news. I was like, oh, look, he got that. Sweet. I know a lot of people are going for that. That's one of uh, Kevin from Dark Moon Herald. That's one of his goals this year, one of his wild you know, That's true. resolutions. So, hey, he did it. Still out there to do. My goal for doing the safari one, the zoo- yeah. sorry, the zookeeper Zookeeper, one. right. So, the pets are only available seasonally. Which means there are pets that are available now because it's winter. Mm-hmm. There are some that I will have no shot of getting until the summertime. Well, aren't you glad I gave you the little lump of coal? Yes, I am. So, which Very I have cute. yet to get. I, I thought when I first did the, the first quest, I'm like, oh, look, I got him. Oh, this is easy sauce. You know, <laughs> haven't seen him since. I've got nothing. I've got skunks. Oh, I thought you got him from Action House. No. You want him? Yeah. Oh. Well, didn't win him. It was. You rewarded with him. Yeah. That you won the RNG. Yeah, okay. Random number generator. No, I know what it means. Okay, I'm just explaining. <laughs> <laughs> Doing exposition here. <laughs> oh, don't use big words like mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big word. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, no, that was a, one of the first things. Remember, I told you, I was like, is this okay? Well, I got it. Here, you know. And oh, I, okay. I thought I thought you went to the auction house. No, no, because then later, I was like. <gasps> Whoa, these things are expensive. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you're like, do you want it back? I'm like, no, 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 that's cool. It's cool. Well, I appreciate it. Because I figured I'd get another. He's cool in pet bows. He's get He gets this big boulder, yeah. and he just throws over his head at things. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So, guys, if you've ever been embarrassed by an achievement, or if you got some that are funny or embarrassing, whatever, send them to us. You can send an email to contribute at hearthcast.com, or you can use our SpeakPipe uh, plugin over there on our website, hearthcast.com, or our Facebook page. Buy, sell, craft, and loot. Now, here's a very, very simple uh, auction house tip that I've been doing here uh, recently. It's just something that happens to be convenient for my commute, if you will, when I'm running around. In the Shrine of the Two Moons, and it might be like this for uh, for the Alliance side as well, but in the Shrine of the Two Moons, right by the um, banker, was a hallway, and in the hallway, there's a guy who sells fishing supplies. And he sells a strong fishing pole. For about nine silver. It's a limited quantity item. And a lot of the other fishing vendor guys sell this thing. Always a limited item. Uh, Quantity, rather. Right, right. Like I said, sells for nine silver. Buy it off of him. Put it on the auction house for about 20 gold. Really? Yeah. I know 20 gold doesn't sound like a lot, but... It is when it's paying less than a gold, though. Yeah. That's been clipped. And it's wow. literally part of my path because what I do when I'm running around is I go to the bank and I'm doing it and I run by the guy, I check him. If he's got it, great, I buy it. And then either I'm just, I just go on my way, whatever I'm doing. Because re- really, right now, the majority of my auction house, unless I'm really looking for something to gym up or whatever, is done on my phone. So my selling is happening on my phone. Typically, my buying, if I'm buying something specific, like a gym or an enchant, then I typically do that with the. Uh, the game itself within the game. If I'm just trying to flip stuff, I'm typically using my phone. So, yeah, 
Nine silver, 20 gold, not a bad deal. That is crazy. I've never thought of flipping a fishing pole. Because I, I see those a lot, but I guess since I've always been the higher skill level, I've used uh, the Calawack or the jeweled fishing poles or the nice one. And it never occurred to me that people would pay yeah. 20 gold for a fishing pole when you can buy them off the thing. I mean, I know this one gives you a little bonus. Yeah, five. Five, but I'll have to look at that. And generally, um, you can find these guys if there's um, a fishing trainer. Right next to them will be somebody selling fishing supplies. You know what I may want to do? I, I, one of my original goals with my mage was to have him pour himself around and, to, and hit all these limited quantity vendors. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, that yeah. was my original intent with the mage. We need to revamp him back up and see if we can start doing it. I'm going to hit up, because I've only hit up the one guy. So and typically when I'm going through, and I've, I've, I have been more successful than not doing it, if I see a limited quantity item... I buy it. And then I go throw it up on the auction house. And then you learn what sells and what doesn't sell. A lot of times things don't sell, even though it's a limited quantity item. It just doesn't sell. Not useful. Another quick example of somebody who sells limited quantity items is over at Half Hill. He's the Grummel, or a Grummel. He's the guy that you have to go collect money from. He's got something that I bought just randomly. I'm like, oh, limited item, buy it. And I threw it up in the auction house and like quadrupled my money on that too. So... I don't always look for the massive kill. Like, I'm not looking to hit a home run with everything I sell. Uh, but if it's, I mean, like I said, nine silver, 20 gold, 20 gold's not a lot, but when you spend up. less than a gold, then yeah. yeah, it adds up. I'm a clothy, it might pay for my repair bill. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> They're like twice that, which is still nothing. <laughs> You're listening to HearthCast. Awesome add ons. Now, Frack, you'd asked me about an add-on, and um, I don't think you've used it yet. And that's that's okay. I, you you will. This add-on saved my fingers. <laughs> it prevented me <laughs> from getting carpal tunnel syndrome. Oh. And it has slowed my it slowed my roll, Frackle Face. It has slowed my roll. I like I said before, I've got the G13, the little keypad. And not too long ago, I was playing, well, I was raiding, I believe. I was playing WoW. And my wife made a comment. Mrs. Root said, I don't know how you find enjoyment in that game. And it caused me to listen, like, what are you talking about? And then it caused me to kind of, you know, take that step away and look at yourself playing the game type thing, you know, like third-person perspective. And I am, like, steadily mashing buttons, <laughs> like, waiting for that thing. Okay, well, go, go. Okay, next one. Oh, it is. Good. Okay, next one. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just waiting, waiting for the, the global cooldown to trigger so I can get next. Well, this particular add-on actually puts timer uh, circles around your cursor. So it's up at eye level. Wherever your cursor is, typically your eyeballs follow your cursor, right? Generally. Generally, especially if you use a lot of mouse over macros. <laughs> okay. So now I have my eyes up and I can see my spell that's being cast, what the person I moused over is doing, um, when my global cooldown is off. So I I'm now no longer just mash crazy buttons. Now I'm like, okay. All right. Okay. All right. And it's, it's more fluid. It's nicer. Okay, really, it's more like, okay, 
Because <laughs> I'm still trying to cut that thing off a little bit, but I'm not crazy anymore. So it had saved my, my fingers. Now, the name of this add-on, by the way, is called the Cursor Cast Bar. Imagine that. You can get over it Curse, obviously. Um, it adds a circular cast bar around your mouse, mouse cursor. It has a cast bar, global cooldown, a mirror, remaining cast time, spells names, spell icons. It can do a whole lot of stuff. I've configured it up the way I liked it. I looked at a bunch of different configurations they had, played with it until I got what I liked, the configuration I liked out of it. And it has done wonders for me. Highly suggest. Check it out. If anything, it'll let you get a better handle on the timing of the game, which it did for me. Because like I said before, I was just crazy. And now it's uh, it's pretty good. So go check that out again. The name of that is Cursor Caspar. This podcast is part of the Ego Podcasting Network. Well, hey, Frank, you ready to play a little bit of, uh, I don't know, first season five's first round of AOE? Oh, I am rested and I am ready. You have rested XP? Yeah. Well, that's good because we've got Dagum on the line with us. How you doing, brother? Not too bad. How about you? We're doing really good here. First show of Season 5, uh, first AOE of Season 5. We're, we're, we're pumped. We're super excited. But hey, enough about us. Tell us a little bit about you. Where do you play? What's your server? What race? What class? What style? What, well, what do you have I, uh, on your farm? What are you growing on your farm? <laughs> that's a great question nowadays. Um, I play a Tauren Paladin on uh, Zul'jin. I play Retribution. I played Protection for years, but I, I finally decided that I was tired of tanking and uh, switched over to, to dealing damage because, as Coltrane says, damage kills bosses. Yes. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like to grow the uh, Enigma Seeds because of the spawn rate for Golden Lotus now. When they buffed that, it's ridiculous. You're getting six to ten golden lotus a day oh. on a sixteen plot farm. Absolutely, which is very cool. Yeah, because yeah, you get do you, do you get the lucky buff when you get those? Well, no, you. I don't the, the think so. Plundered. Uh, not unless you're a, not unless you're an herbalist. I oh. think you might get it if you're an herbalist, but uh, I. I'm farming that because of flasks. It's the only thing that I can't farm right now because I just transferred to Zul'jin. So I haven't gotten the opportunity to get my farming tunes leveled up. Cool. But that is that is my next goal, to get a monk to 90. All right, so we got a very important question for you. Right before we start this game, who, sir, are you going to be challenging for this episode? And no offense, Root. I love you. You're great. You're fantastic. <laughs> but if I challenge you and I win... There's no bragging rights there. Oh, <laughs> oh so I have, I have nothing to gain from challenging the group. And See, if I if I lose if I lose to Freckleface, it, there's no I there's no shame in that. Everybody loses to Freckleface, but if I win, if I win against Freckleface, that's completely different. It's it's the Metzen rule. Metzen What's that? Rule? That any anybody who comes on. It you know if they if they have any gumption or any salt to the to in, in their system they have to challenge Freckleface because they know I'm, I'm the easy target <laughs> and so if they go in they go if they go away and they say hey I beat Root they go oh, good right <laughs> so I know I totally get it totally get it that's and, and the thing is if I lose against Root yeah. that's just painful <laughs> I mean 
Hey, I beat Gorm. He'd been back in the game like two weeks. I, I saw that, yeah. Um, you you beat him based on time, I think, right? That's correct. Yeah, we died. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for bringing well, that up. You, know, you kept the puck, so that's the important part. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Uh, well, while Freckleface gets herself uh, set up for this, take a quick listen to this. Get ready to play HearthCast AOE. The game where you don't have to be exactly right to win. Here are the rules. Caller, you go first. Players get two points for being closer to the right answer and four points for being exactly right. If both players' answers are the same, the players split the points. In the event of a tie, we go to the time card. The player with the fastest time wins. Alrighty, righty, and we are ready here. All these questions, sir, by the way... Come from Wowhead. You know okay. me, I like passing the buck. That's fine. <laughs> and uh, ironically, it has a little bit to do with uh, with the farm. Well, close Wonderful. to the farm, anyhow. Same little general area. In Mr. Pandaria, your cooking allows you to master certain ways of cooking. How many ways are there? Five. Question number two. To start off your initial quest in each of the ways, your first quest requires a varying amount of resources. For the way of the brew, how many ginseng are required? Ten. For the way of the grill, how many raw tiger steaks are required? Five. For the way of the oven, how many wild, uh, wildfowl breasts are required? Five. And the last question is, for the way the pot, how many jade lungfish are required? I'm going to say five on that one, too. And time. All right, Freckle? She can't even hear me. I'll have to throw. <laughs> she is jamming out over there. <laughs> we'll bring Freck back in. How'd you do? Uh, I have to say it's it's a lot easier at home. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people say that. Okay, Freck, how are you? Uh, no, I'm nervous. Welcome back. You should be nervous. Okay. All information and the answers for this come from Wowhead, by the way. Okay. In Mr. Pandaria, Freckleface, your cooking allows you to master certain ways of cooking. How many ways are there? Six. To start off your initial quest in each of these ways, the first quest requires a varying amount of resources. For the way the brew, how many ginseng are required? I think, what is a as a quest objective? We have to turn it in to the guy. Yeah. yeah. Ginseng? Mm-hmm. Five? For the way the grill, how many raw tiger steaks are required? Five. Freckleface, for the way of the oven, how many wildfowl breasts are required? Five. And lastly, Freckleface, for the way of the pot, how many jade and lungfish are required? Five. And time. Okay. I'm assuming that the varying is a trick description I, because all I remember is five. I'm guessing this is going to come down to time. All right. All right. Let's see here. Okay. You guys ready for the answers? Yes. Yes. All of which, of course, comes from Wowhead. Mm -hmm. 
In mop, your cooking allows you to master certain ways of cooking. How many ways are there, I asked you guys? Dagum, you this. said five. Freckleface, you said six. I got this one wrong. There are six. Freckleface yeah. with the right answer. <laughs> so, so four points for Freckleface. <laughs> then I said, uh, to start off the initial quest of each of the ways, the first quest requires a varying amount of resources. For the way the brew, I asked you guys how many ginseng are required. Dagum, you said ten. Freckleface, you said five. The correct answer, which neither of you got, is one. What? One. Oh, it's it's a ginseng tea. That's what it is. Oh. But Freckleface, you're closer. Hmm. Oh. Nah, that's definitely not coming down to time then. <laughs> <laughs> then I ask you guys, um, for the way the grill, how many raw tiger sticks required? Dagum, you said five. Freckleface, you also said five. Yeah. And the correct answer is five. Woohoo! So you split the Good points. Good job, us. <laughs> it's currently two to eight. Question number four. I said, how many uh, ways of the, uh, for the way of the oven, how many wildflower breasts are required? <laughs> Dagum, you said five. Freckleface, you also said five. The correct answer is five. You split the points again. See, you were tricking us. And then I said, <laughs> for the way of the uh, pot, how many jade lungfish are required? Dagum, you said five. Freckleface, <laughs> you also said five, and the correct answer is five. You <laughs> spent the points again for a grand total of six to 12 for Freckleface yeah. with the win. Completely destroyed. No, not really. So what am I thinking of in the way of the brew that takes two to make? I can't think of it, but I know there's one of them that takes two to make. I have to look it up. Do you know it? No, I just finished it up by doing all the feasts. Takes two. By the way, for extra points, which don't amount for anything, <laughs> can you name all the ways? See, pot, oh, you would ask me that. No. pot grill. <laughs> pot grill. Uh... There's steamer and brew. Steamer, steamer brew. brew. Um, After that, I don't know. You've got brew, grill, pot, and steamer so uh, far. Steamer being my favorite, by the way. <laughs> I love it when our healer drops a steamer in the corner. <laughs> I like it when the grill guy says, oh, you want meat? I got some right here. Mm-hmm. 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 So you got two more. Do you want to take a guess on those? I can't think of it. One was the way the uh, oh the oven. oven? Okay. okay, that's good, good, good. Oh, the walk and the walk. Yeah, oh, yeah. all of them. There you go. Very cool. good. See, sometimes it's those easy questions and the easy answers, and you kind of start second guessing. Yeah, those are my favorite. Well, and and like I said, that I don't know what it is, but I I know I'm gonna look at it later and kick myself. <laughs> and you go, why did I say ten? <laughs> Oh man, so it's so cool to, to have you on for the for the first episode or the first uh, playing of, of Hearthcast AOE for season five. Absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about how people can get a hold of you on the Twitters and like every place you're going to be online or anybody others any uh, anybody else's podcast you may grace your their presence with? Well, actually, later tonight I'm going to be on Twizcast, uh, which hopefully will be live tonight. Uh, 
And that'll be around, I'll be on around 11 o'clock central time uh, after my raid. And yeah, then, so his, uh, he normally has his stuff out on Thursday nights at about 11 o'clock or so. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And then uh, you can reach me on Twitter at uh, Salty Dagum. Or even a better place to reach me because that's kind of a transitionary Twitter page because I'll be I'll be changing that. Uh, a better place to reach me would be at uh, salty.dagum at gmail.com. Hmm, all right. So if anybody has any questions for you since you've just race changed and everything else and you can tell them the, the pains and the nuances that are associated with race and faction changing. So a lot of stuff sure, going on there. Sure, and if anybody has any questions, I know uh, Ghostcrawler mentioned too that there are more red paladins out there than there are rogues. Uh, if anyone has any questions about red paladins, feel free to send me an email and uh, just ask away. I'm more than happy to help out. There you go. Well, awesome. Well, thank you for being on the show. And like you said, there's no shame in being beaten by a freckle face. So <laughs> hold your head high. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. You guys do a great job every week. Oh, and thank you so much. Uh, I look forward to hearing the episode. If you want to play AoE, let us know through our SpeakPipe widget on our website. So all you have to do is go to our website, hearthcast.com, use the widget on the side to send us a message. Uh, we record in the studios from 6 to 8 Eastern Time on Thursdays. So if you're interested and you have availability on that night of the week, then let us know. And make sure you include your email address in there so we can follow up with you. And now, here's Root with the news. Wow, news for the casual player. So I was looking at some blue posts this week, Freckleface, and a, uh, a person by the name of uh, Alice had commented that um, there was a little bit of a problem they're having with Valor Points. Specifically, when they totaled their available uh, Valor Points up, they came up with 2,745 Valor Points they could get on a weekly basis. Potentially get. Problem is, there's a Valor Cap. At 1000 And average Valor cost per items is between 1300 and 1500 So what they're saying is if they do their best, they're being punished. Because now, when they do their best, which they could feasibly get over twice the, the Valor cap, almost three times the Valor cap, with the limits that are imposed, Blizzard is punishing them by saying... You maybe get one, maybe two items every week while they have the potential, because of the effort they're putting in, to get two to three times that. So in their mind, they're being punished. Now, Veneris did come back with an answer, and this was a blue post answer. And it said that there are several reasons behind the Valor Cap, none of which are to serve as a punishment for people with a lot of time on their hands. And the reasons that they say the Valor Caps are there are to make sure that the normal gearing process through facing and defeating different tiers of content is not circumvented or rendered irrelevant. In other words, they want you to fight the bosses, not just do, you know, your dailies and get your Valor. They want to make choices matter. And Blizzard has said this a lot. We want there to be a choice and decision making involved when building and playing your character. In other words, they just want, don't want you going there and consuming as much content as you can possibly consume to get what you can possibly get for your character. They want you to think about what you're going to do. How are you going to do it? Where are you going to spend your time? And they also say that the Valley Cap is there to ensure that as many people as possible can use their time in-game on something they think is fun 
and that they enjoy doing and not make people feel like they have to spend massive amounts of time every day just to reach a theoretical maximum weekly limit of Valor points. There has been a lot of problems here recently uh, that, that I've heard in the community with the amount of dailies we have available to us. And this sentiment that Alice is, is, is bringing out is reminiscent of that. What they're saying is we could, if we did all the stuff that we could potentially do, or that they could potentially do, because I can't, I don't have that much time. But what they're saying is, hey, I can get a theoretical maximum 2,745 Valor every week with their time schedule. However, Blizzard's capping them at 1,000. So they're feeling like, hey, if I do my quote-unquote best, if I play to the best of my ability, I can't get what I deserve. And therefore, in their minds, Blizzard is punishing them. And Blizzard's like, no, 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 no. We're not punishing you. And just like the reasons I said, they, they spelled it out for them. Bottom line of it is, Blizzard has to maintain a balance. It's huge for them. They want to make sure that people have the same shot everybody has. Now, it used to be back in Cataclysm, which I wish they'd bring back, you could do all your daily dungeons, all your all your random dungeons, rather, in a single day. Get all your seven done or whatever it was. Remember that? Yeah, I missed that. I missed that. Because I may not have that time every day, even just to run on. And I know the dungeons are short. I get that. But I may not have that time. And in Cataclysm, that didn't matter. Because I could get there on a, on a weekend. I could be my weekend warrior self and get it all done. So... I you know I wish I'd bring that back. I think I've gotten Valor capped in Mist of Pandaria twice, maybe three times. Because the first time I got it, that little they give you a buff for your alts that makes your alts like gain Valor twice as fast for some craziness. I don't know. You exactly. got that? Yeah, well. I didn't know what it was. I was like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I kind of like Blizzard stands on it. They're like, you know what? I mean. What if you had somebody, Frag, who who has, you know, the ability to get, you know, almost 3,000 Valor points, which I struggle to get 1,000 per week, and you got a person to get three times that and just go willy-nilly buy everything that they want to buy. There's got to be limits in the game to make things have value in the game. When you go look at a, an item that somebody's got, and you're like, man, I really want that, that weapon. Well, that weapon costs 1,500 Valor cool, let me go get my Valor. And, and then you realize, okay, I spent all my Valor last week on whatever, and I'm going to get a total of 1,000 Valor this week. So I got to do all this. And then maybe by raid night next week, I'll have enough Valor to go and you know get that thing. As opposed to, hey, I can just, uh, I got extra Valor points, or I can just go run 20 of these dungeons real quick and I'll get it. So I kind of, I know where they're coming at, or where they're coming from rather, is they're putting more value onto what the Valor points are worth. And how, you know, if you make it easy to get, then it devalues them. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not any different than limiting raids to once a week or dungeons to, what is it, six times an hour? Yeah. Those limits it's have to be thing. in place. Yeah. You know, because if not, then somebody who is just, you know, rampant, stir crazy. And it's not just a single person. You have to understand that there are people out there who play in teams. You know, it's a single character, but there might be five people playing that character. And they just rotate off. And I mean, Blizzard knows it. People know this. It happens. You know, the team play that character, and then that character gets completely decked out. 
You know, they hit all their limits, all their valor caps all the time because you got the character playing 24 hours a day. Yeah, it may not be five people, but, you know, maybe two. Who knows? And then they, you know, so there, those limits have to be there in order to, to, to keep the game from basically having, you know, an undervalued valor system. I also wonder how did they calculate and end up with 2,745 that is on their post. Okay. So you can go uh, hit the forums and look for Alice. That's A-L-I-S-C-E is her name or their name. And they actually have, I didn't want to bring all that in, you know, because okay. I thought it would be a little too grainy. Okay. Because if you look at the dungeons, you get 80 for the first time and it just says after the first time you get 40. Yeah, it was the dungeons and the raids and the scenarios. Oh, okay. It was everything in there. They totaled it all up. Okay. So. They count time to sleep. I don't think this person sleeps. Oh. I really don't. And well, and I, I don't mean that as, as as a dig. I really don't because there are people who you and I both know who have sleep disorders who play a lot, and that's fine. Sure. You know, and I don't know. I'm just saying I'm glad that those limits are in place, and I'm glad that Blizzard sticks by it and says, "No, we're not doing this as horn punishment. It's not punishment. That's just." That's how it has to be. No, it's just how they choose to pace their game. I mean, if they didn't, then... It would undervalue it. It would, it would crash the economy in, in, as far be, as the valid points are concerned. Game. It really yeah. would. It would be completely unfair. You'd have a lot more extremes as far as where people are, uh, new people versus advanced players. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Now we know why the valor caps exist. Well, Freck, that about does it for episode 151, the first episode of season five of HearthCast. We'd like to get some special shout-outs to all of our friends on Facebook and our followers on Twitter. And to the Ego Networks. We're so proud to be part of the Ego Podcasting Network. If you like our show, you're sure to love the other shows over at egonetworks.com. Also, I'd like to give a shout-out to the Training Dummies, to Hinda Hoofit and Hot Pox, and all of our friends over at vote to kick Keep up the great work, everybody there. And a special thanks to Millstone for the guitar work at the top of our show. I love that kind of stuff. Um, we are, this week coming up, we'll be at FNK's the second Friday uh, here in Orlando for the Orlando WoW Podcast Meetup. Love to meet everybody there. If you can make it, come on out and see us. We're the easy to spot. We're the people kind of talking about WoW. And don't forget our Hearthies. You can't win them. You can only earn them. It is a new year for that, so be on the lookout because we sure are. And also, go check out the WoW Podcast subreddit over on reddit.com. That is reddit.com r and then WoW Podcast. We were linked from the Blizzard site itself in the forums. It's a great place to find new and interesting WoW podcasts, so go check them out. And you can be part of next week's show by sending your questions, comments, or any other feedback using our SpeakPipe widget on hearthcast.com by emailing us to contribute at hearthcast.com or sending us a post by Facebook or Twitter. I'm at hearthcastfreck and Root is at hearthcastroot and you can use the hashtag hearthcast. We'd again like to thank our sponsor openraid.org. If you want to do some cross-realm raiding, go check out openraid.org. If you're in the U.S., check out openraid.us. If you're in the EU, openraid.eu. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or you can drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com.